I'm sorry, what did you say? I can't understand a word you're saying. <laughs> you understood that. I did. Welcome to Sadie Hawkins Pod. <clears throat> Sorry, it was something I ate before. I'm speaking normal now. Oh, good. Yes. Good. Because today we're talking about forward motion. I, and I, am I going to have trouble with this song? Because we all that have trouble with forward motion. That was the worst bit ever. What do you mean that was the worst <laughs> bit ever? Do you think our opening sketches are a barrier to people listening to the podcast for I, the first time? I actually do. I'm like, if anybody <laughs> discovers us, like, way in, they're like, what are these people doing at the opening bit thing? I'm so proud of, of most of our opening bits. <laughs> Can you put a percent on it? Uh, I'm very proud of, like, 80% of them. Yikes. Because one night coming home from work, I don't remember what episode it was. I was like, oh, we don't have an idea for the opening bit. So I just started, I just put up the feed of the podcast. And I just listened to the opening of every single one. So I could like, what are some of the things we do? Like I had no idea for what. <laughs> you should put together a super edit. Yeah. You know what we should do is we should take all our opening sketches and we should create a Google voting uh doc and then everyone can vote on their favorite opening sketches from our podcast and then we'll put them on a fan curated vinyl perfect yeah but i was <laughs> so i was listening to them and i'm like some of these might maybe we won't keep doing these forever maybe we need to find like a secondary opening to let us know everyone what do you think of our opening sketch some of them like i said i think some of them i'm super proud of they're really funny you know what our most listened to episode is you do know i've told you unless you forgot it's either boomerang or what have you been doing lately it used to be what have you been doing lately but now it's boomerang and I'm like, why is Boomerang our most downloaded episode? And I was like, I'm so That's glad. That's so unfortunate. That is not a good episode to be your first episode. Sure it is. Sure it is. We're on point for the whole song. Like, we have very particular opinions about... But... Very particular opinions. But I like the Australian thing at the beginning. <laughs> it's one of the ones that genuinely... It's totally masturbatory, but it genuinely makes me laugh. You can't say that on a Reliant K podcast. I can. It's clinical. Bring Denny back. (laughs) Bring Denny back in 2020. (laughs) I thought you were asking me to bring it back right now. Um, Yeah, so. So this week, forward motion. No, I was going to say, so please reach out, listeners. Let us know (laughs) if you think our opening comedy sketches are too much. If they give you the... uh, the the bad chills. <laughs> Let us know because we'll keep doing them if people want them. But if people are indifferent, then I think we'll do them when we have ideas. But we're not going to force it anymore because there's been certain songs where we're like, what are we doing? Some songs sketch immediately comes to mind. Some songs not so much. Sometimes we're reaching. I'll drop it. I'm sorry. I'm having trouble with forward motion. We got to start talking about other things. Well, we all have trouble with forward motion, Danny. It's true. So, we do have more top of the show business. Oh. Going back to last week, 
to our one of our four pods of Christmas, Sleigh Ride, right? So you found out you found the footage of the Tonight Show. Yes. Because it's not available on YouTube. Yes. And so today, Monday, <laughs> when we're recording this, I was like, oh, we've had such a busy Thanksgiving weekend. I haven't done a lot of posting of sleigh ride material that we found. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, it's Monday. Got to post some sleigh ride stuff. We've only got a couple of days left for that cycle of our podcast. I post the Leno footage, right? Yep. One thing that's fun, and I don't know what this means exactly, because they, there are all those Christmas gnomes on the set. Yes. And Goaty Records, whoever runs their social media site, just wrote four, four hours ago when we did this, we still have our Christmas gnome. So I was uh, like, nice. did everyone get a Christmas gnome <laughs> after the Tonight Show? That's what happened cool. to all the other Christmas gnomes? But more importantly, to the early 2000s, who's one of our Instagram followers, mm-hmm. and if they're also on Twitter, I don't know because they're not that same name. So to the early 2000s on Instagram, wrote... Biff from Back to the Future on acoustic guitar and then the devil horns. And I was like, what? I was like, huh? And I was like, oh, because you remember there's a person on acoustic guitar that wasn't in Reliant K? Yeah. And I think I kind of assumed that it was like some member of the band of the Tonight Show band that maybe just filled in. Right. Because that happens a lot. Sometimes like Max Weinberg on the Conan O'Brien show would randomly have to fill in for drummers of other bands. I definitely saw that here and there. Over the years, when he was still on, I've when never Max been Weinberg a big like late show. night fan. I've never right. really watched late night uh, TV. Yeah, well, um, and they might be giants. Also, famously performed with uh, Johnny Carson's entire band. Huh. Right. So that is something that does happen oh, once wow. in a while. Yeah. Is someone from the house band will fill in with the main band. So that's what I assumed it was. Totally wrong. It was Tom Wilson <laughs> from Back to the Future, Biff. He was playing the acoustic guitar. He's the older guy. Why? I think your joke was like, I mean, why that's is amazing, it... but why? I think your joke was like, why is there a dad in Reliant K right now? I maybe. Think that's, I think you said something, or maybe I said that. But we didn't look closely at it, right? Yeah. And we... <laughs> but Because I don't remember them cutting to like a close-up of him. Right. I don't remember that either. If there was a close-up, maybe we would have figured it out. And we didn't watch the whole thing. Because mm-hmm. we got a podcast. We got to keep going. <laughs> We got to have forward motion in every episode. <laughs> so then Jimmy Eat Pod comes in, saw this comment, and comments to, and replies to the early 2000s. Wait, WTF? Did I zone out on the episode? Did they not mention this on the pod? What's the story here? And no, we did not mention this on the pod. We no, did not we know. Did we know. had no idea. Wow. We weren't paying attention. When to the early 2000s said this, my like sarcastic ironic brain thought they were just being funny <laughs> like oh look at biff from back to the future on guitar no literally it's biff from back to the future with Reliant k on guitar that's crazy so then to the early 2000s says tom wilson who plays biff got an email from Reliant k they asked him to play with them i think he became pretty good friends with them his kids were Reliant k fans and then jimmy pod replies tom wilson rocks ass and then I replied as the pod, as our pod, I said, we absolutely did not realize this. We noticed someone was playing guitar that wasn't from the band. I think we assumed, although it was really me assuming this, I think we assumed it was someone from the Jay Leno band or something. That This is awesome. Now, I didn't know, I did know that Tom Wilson plays guitar because he does like stand up and he does like a guitar yeah. portion of his act. Yeah. And he kind of famously has this song 
about fans like giving him a break with the Back to the Future stuff. It's like a joke, right? He's, right. he's not trying to be an ungrateful celebrity. He's just like a joke. Like, hey, everybody, I'm not really Biff. He's got a song about that. So I knew he played guitar, but I had no idea about any of this, and we definitely didn't know, and that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, and to go back to Slay Ride, I did not hear back from Funny Pages Productions yet. <laughs> I got to <laughs> I gotta send them a follow-up and say, hey, did you, you know, just checking in. <laughs> Haven't heard back yet. Um... Yeah, so that's pretty much our top of the show business. And then we have sort of top of the show business that will get us into the discussion about forward motion. Cool. And that is about the gold edition of Two Lefts Don't Make a Right. Because a week or two ago, I bought from Collide Records after you discovered that Collide Records had copies of the Halloween EP yeah, for our yeah. Halloween episode yeah. for Halloween Blues. You were like, oh, there's a copy of the Friday the 13th 7-inch uh, on Collide Records. And like, I went and I bought it right then. Yes. And to go over the limit for free shipping, I was like, oh, there's a couple other things I can throw in here. One of them was a CD, a sealed CD copy of the Two Lefts Don't Make a Right But Three Do Gold Edition with the cardboard sleeve and the gold embossed lettering on the top. So now we have this. Oh, is this where the stickers came from? Yes. We got these really cool <laughs> two lefts promotional stickers right. from this order. That's super awesome. Oh, why aren't they in front of us? They're over there somewhere. Hold on. These yeah. are super cool. So it's a sticker and it's of the, the, pink, cover the pink limo, limo. cover. Yeah. And it has a little, like, circle thing on it that says in stores, uh, 031103. And then on the back is a picture of the band. And it says RK on reality TV. Gain exclusive access. (laughs) Reality TV, that's popular nowadays. (laughs) Gain exclusive access to the Reliant K eight-week webisode series. Where the Buffalo and... Cell phones roam. Where the Buffalo and cell phones roam, <laughs> only with the new CD. More details at ReliantK.com. Right. So there's apparently like a webisode series and trademark.net or .com or whatever had them or has them, but they're not online right now. Oh, so I actually want to email that person. I'm having one of those things now. I don't know if I talked about this with you in real life or if we <laughs> talked about it on the podcast. I think that you and I just talked about it in, in uh, off mic. Okay. So, yeah, and then I sent out a tweet weeks ago saying, does anyone have copies of those digital files of where the Buffalo and Cell Phone Room episodes? And nobody replied. Anyway, yes, I got these stickers from Collide Records. I also got this gold two lefts copy that was sealed. So I'm like, there's no chance that someone switched out the CD inside. Right, right. Because as you'll recall... Oh, and this is another thing to mention. Uh... One of our Twitter followers that I've been calling Dionysus yes. is like Danonysus. It's like a, their name is actually like a slightly purposefully misspelled dinosaur. Okay. Whereas I just assumed it was the Greek god right. because it kind of yeah. looked like it. And then when I Googled all the words involved in this, I'm like, okay, they look very similar. One has a Y, one has an I, whatever. I literally thought their name was Dionysus. I was completely wrong. What's it's, what's that? Uh, it's you can see my socks. Okay. But it's the letter U, the word can, 
the letter C and my and SOX. Okay. So it's not even that much less complicated <laughs> than how to pronounce Danaceus, Danaceus, I have no Danosaurus, idea. got Danosaurus. it. <laughs> so anyway, Danosaurus, that's what I'm going to call them. Uh, that is the person who was involved a couple weeks back in October, as I've mentioned, where me, myself, and I who is another Twitter follower who talk, who interacts with us pretty often, said how they have the yellow desert cover of two lefts, yeah. where the cars slid off the side of the road and into the cactus. Cacti. Yes. <laughs> but then they were like, oh, hey. And, and what they wrote was, um, so behind, on the, back in October, they said, so behind, just listen to the Chapstick episode. You mentioned all of the two lefts discs are pink, even with the different covers. I just bought this online, and I don't know if it's a later edition. And then they had a, so they have the yellow cover, but a grayish blue CD inside with the with the two seagulls on it, right? Mm. Then Danosaurus <laughs> jumped in and was like, "I think that's the gold disc. I think that's the gold edition disc that was replaced into your original cover uh, we talked about this a while ago but i didn't remember yes, who was involved yeah, in the conversation yeah. why isn't the gold edition stuff gold except for that <laughs> sleeve the sleeve's gold right but nothing else is gold it's super confusing because we'll get into our details on this but uh, i'll do it right now so <laughs> i so so you can see my socks danosaurus i got your name wrong but i have to contradict you on something now oh because what i what i realized was Danosaurus said that the gold edition is where they introduced the cover where it's the junkyard with all four cars being junked, right? Yes. And the dog looking at it. But then I looked at, I have two copies. I have the pink cover with a pink CD inside, and I have this, the junkyard cover with, I forgot because I hadn't looked at this in a while, Mm -hmm. with the grayish blue CD and the birds on the CD, right? But this, um, when you look at the back, copyright 2003, and I've never known this to sound any different than my pink copy, which is like in a box somewhere. I don't have it to compare right now. So then I get the gold edition that we bought with the sleeve. It's super confusing (laughs) because it literally looks like the exact same CD I own. So I was like, oh my gosh, have I always owned the gold edition? But how could I? Because it says copyright 2003 on the back. Then I look at our gold edition, which again is almost exactly the same, is pretty much exactly the same CD in my hand. They look exactly the same, don't they? Yes. Jessica can attest to this. Yeah. But one on the back says copyright 2006, the one I just got. The clearly one that is not all beat up and crappy because (laughs) I've listened to it a million times. The brand new one says 2006, and you open it up, it has the CD compare. It's... There's no birds. There's no birds, and instead of RK, it says Reliant K. Yes. So and so that's the. They so should the, have just made the disc gold. I know they should have just said gold on it or something. Yeah. So it says RK. And make I, the art gold. To something. be perfectly honest, I didn't even notice that the original version of the CD says RK. <laughs> it says it has the birds and just the letters. But you're right. The gold edition is the same grayish blue color, but no birds, and it's the full name of the band. So that's apparently how to tell the difference, <laughs> because when you look at the gold edition, there's almost nothing here 
that tells you this is a different mastering of the album. Right. Like there's nothing you that says remastered. You just have to remastered. pop it in the CD player and then you'll know. There's very subtle differences. I've been staring it down. The copyright <laughs> is the number one thing. Luckily, I think the copyright, the copyright year is actually on all the discs. So you look at oh, it. Good. And if it yeah. says 2003, you've got an original pressing or the first mastering of two lefts. If you see it says 2006, you've got the gold edition, which is now that I can actually listen to them and know which versions I'm listening to, super obvious that there's like just a fuller sort of sound to the gold version, right? Yep. So, and last thing on the pressings of two lefts, but like I said back in our Chapstick episode, all the CDs in the original pressing were pink. So I guess when they... Re- when they did like a new run or something, mm-hmm. right? They were like, okay, well, let's just not make them pink. We can't do four disc, four different disc colors. So let's just make it sort of like a neutral color. Mm-hmm. And they probably, that's maybe that's why they picked this grayish blue. Cause it didn't, cause having a pink CD inside when you had a blue case or a yellow case or a um, green case to have a pink CD inside just felt really weird. I was always lucky that I bought the pink CD case because it was pink cd inside jessica's Why super is it weird you can details. take it to the with you can wear it with your pink ducks to the prom <laughs> i know so so that's our gold edition talk so yes we now have this and i bought a gold edition of um, anatomy anatomy i bought that from amoeba super lucky to find that which not that lucky because apparently everyone hates the gold remastering of anatomy but we haven't compared them yet so forward motion It's harder than it sounds. This song takes me right back to 2004 and high school. (laughs) And liking the song, but not really connecting to the message. Mm. Um, I don't know. I guess when you're young and in high school, you're doing nothing but moving forward. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess some people are like, they hate high school and they just want it to be over with. And it feels like they're not moving forward. Well, he was a, well, he would have been about college age because he also wrote college kids around the same time. (laughs) That's right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just at that time, I had a very clear picture of my future um, and was like actively working towards it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really until you get older and have more real world experience that you get complacent and uh, a future that's a little cloudy and it's difficult to get that forward motion going on. Really? I'm doing great. <laughs> that's how you, you feel? You're doing great. <laughs> It's not until you get tied down to a ball and chain. <laughs> this song's real um, millennial vibes. <laughs> They're way ahead of their time. Yeah. It's a bunch of Gen Xers singing about being a millennial. Yeah, I guess the, I guess Tyson's Actually, no, a maybe, Gen Xer, right? Maybe they just make the cut. 80, right? I 80, think it's So 80. I think he just makes the cut. Because yeah. he was born 80, right? Yeah. Uh, Xennial. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fiscally a millennial, socially a Gen Xer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just tweeted that from my personal account. But it's true because I grew up like wanting to be an adult during Gen X. I was watching R-rated movies too young, but not horror movies, like dramas and like comedies. And like, that's how I want to live. I want to live. I want to <laughs> wear flannel and live, live in a loft. Um. Yeah, and I was, like, obsessed with, you know, music and stuff, and I just wanted to, like, 
go to stores and drink coffee and stuff. And that's the one I wanted to be. I wanted to live with the Gen Xers. And then I grow up and I found out I'm a millennial. And I'm like, and there's, I'm a, so that's why, like, I don't know if the Xennial thing is, like, legitimate or if it sounds stupid. But I never feel like I belong to millennials or Gen Xers. I'm not, I'm, 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 a, I'm a centrist <laughs> of generations. I'm a millennial. I know Jessica's a millennial. Through. We've talked about this many times. But, yeah. the, but like... <laughs> I just feel like when if you're me and you feel like if you went into Best Buy, you'd find row after row after row of CD of CDs for sale, like you're not a millennial. You know what I mean? Like I still feel like I should be able to get in my car and go to a CD store with rows and rows and rows of new CDs. Like that's just in my DNA. Like that should just exist. I don't know. I feel that so way how too. How can I be a millennial? <sighs> I remember going. I remember going to Blockbuster. <laughs> Blockbuster's relative. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. CDs and Blockbuster. Are one of those. Whatever. Whatever, <laughs> Jess. Okay. Boomer. <laughs> so the opening to this song sounds like another Reliant K song, but I can't put my finger on which one. The guitar is really similar to Chapstick, but that isn't it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? I kind of do, but I can't really... It just sounds like forward motion to me. I believe you. I believe that it reminds you of another song. Maybe we should find out from that person that reviewed for Forget Not Slow Down. And they were like, all these songs sound like these songs. That's right. Um, yeah, I love this song. I really like it. It's kind of funny. I like this, like Sahara and Savannah and a couple, there must be another song I can't, that I'm not thinking of. That's probably, there might be one on, on else, uh, Elsewhere on the CD, uh, and like, un- and like, am I understood? And getting into you, like sometimes, or to bring it to another band, like MXPX has the songs "Pipe Dreams," and uh, what's the other one called? <laughs> You're looking at me like I know. <laughs> Hold on to your pipe dreams. The point is, songs where two songs have a very similar thing, but they're right next to each other. They're like right next to each other or just a couple songs apart. Like Savannah and Sahara are not the same song, but they just tick that same thing in your brain because they're both words. So I guess a more fitting one would be Getting Into You and Am I Understood are like very similar songs while obviously being different separate songs. Um, Fallen Out and Forward Motion, they both start with F. They both have this general theme of like of direction in your life. Yeah, thematically, the sequence of putting falling out and forward motion together is perfect. Um, I'm not a fan of of the transition between forward motion to in love with the '80s, but falling out and forward motion do to me feel like sister songs. Sister, song. that's a nice way of putting it. Sib- excuse me, sibling songs. Can we just not be gender biased about it? <laughs> Excuse me, sibling songs. Just, yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of how the piano cuts out, like, abruptly at the end. Right. Yeah. And then it goes into that sort of synthy pink tux to the prom. Mm Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. I like the way it does that. I don't know. I never thought about it that much, but it's almost kind of dramatic. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's a meaning to it. You know what I mean? Like... Maybe because the song's called Forward Motion, it's like I've had trouble with forward motion and just for the piano to be playing and then for it to suddenly stop. It's like, and is then it, he is... wants to go back to the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> life goals, by the way. MXPX, Pipe Dreams and Life Goals. 
They're two songs that are almost, they're sibling songs, sister songs that are meant to be right next to each other. But yeah, maybe the, but instead of doing a fade out, like I could totally hear a fade out in my head. Like imagine a fade out version of this song. Or, you know, just like maybe some sustain on the last Mm -hmm. note. But the way it just cuts out, maybe that's a comment on the actual theme of the song. And they've done that sort of thing before, like breakdown, like there's a breakdown in breakdown, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it could actually be a clever thing. Um, I don't have a lot of notes on this song. This... I re- it's a similar, th- it's also a similar, I note I did write, similar theme to Moments I Feel Faint. Mm. And I figured that out because, as we'll talk about, they play this. They played this song live at Cornerstone 2003, that concert that's on YouTube. And they played, they went from forward motion into moments I feel faint. And it's like those two songs hmm. kind of are great together. Yeah. So you almost have like, a, you could make a trilogy yeah. out of Fallen Out, Forward Motion, and For Moments I Feel Faint. Lots of F words in all those songs. <laughs> this song is like the album cover tie-in. Because they mentioned a car crash. Oh, yeah. How many times does Reliant K mention car crashes? I don't know. Because it's on the first album. Right. Staples. Yeah. Yeah. But it's such, it's not a super dramatic, but Staples is like, it's like, it's it's seriously about a car crash. Yeah. And like, you feel the consequences of that literally, like Staples in their skull and all that stuff. But the, but is the he car- recalling back to that same instance here? I don't think so. I feel like the car crash in this song is more of a metaphorical car crash Mm. you know what i mean because i there's a lot of visual imagery in this song Mm -hmm. but it can't be real you know what i mean like this isn't i don't think this is literal teeson we talk about literal teeson singing about literally what's happening in his life there are you know concepts that are easy to imagine like banging his head against the wall and brushing his teeth these are all things that we'll find out that in all of the fan videos that I've made, that I found, <laughs> no. not made, all the fan videos I found, these are the things. How many fan videos to... did you make to this one song, Dan? <laughs> I made six fan videos. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> um, I look different in all of them. Sometimes I look like little <laughs> kids. Sometimes I look like teenagers. Sometimes I look like a bunch of kids at camp. But all <laughs> that's it's me in every one of those videos. Um, yeah, so anyway, my point was there's a lot of like, there's a lot of imagery in this song but it can't it doesn't feel real it feels like a metaphor yeah. it feels it, it doesn't even feel to say it feels dreamlike is also false it just feels like a song it just feels poetic you know not like super poetic but it's essentially poetic in the sense that it's not real like he's banging his head against the wall and now the landlord's kicking him out because he knocked down the wall with his head like all of this is obviously not real he's living on the street like, this is all stuff that could happen, but it's just presented in such a way that it doesn't sound real. Yeah, of course, because God is the landlord. <sighs> there you go. God is the <laughs> landlord of our heads and our hearts. He could and be. And Jesus is his son that's a tenant in the place <laughs> that he owns. You know how every building's got that one family member of the landlord? Are you just saying this because we were watching Breaking Bad and, and the episodes with uh, Kristen Ritter? <laughs> That's a good point, but no. <laughs> and her dad's the landlord yep. and she's the manager. 
Well, then there's other stuff in the song, right? That's like contradictions or like, well, one's a direct contradiction for sure. Where he says, hold on, what's he say? He says, uh, <laughs> my spirit's <laughs> lifted. Oh, wait, that wasn't me. Right? That line. Oh, yeah. So that kind of just goes maybe to sh- maybe to shed more light on the fact that this isn't this is just like a little song of like contradictions and metaphors. Mm-hmm. Like I don't obviously there is a message here, but I don't think it's like an actual literal kind of story song at all. Right, right. It's more like a sort of just like a tone of what he feels like emotionally yeah. expressed through these kind of physical ideas that definitely don't make sense in a real world context. Do you want to dive into the lyrics? Sure. Well, we did a little bit, but we can get more specific. Uh, So the lyrics are, Whoa, oh, I've been banging my head against the wall. I'm on song meanings. And I'm looking at the lyrics there. Been banging my head against the wall. For so long, it seems, I got knocked down. Yeah, it got knocked down. And by the way, some of these lyrics are lyrics that, until this week, I didn't really know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We come across those songs once in a while where it's like, (laughs) I hear the proper nouns that are being said, but mm-hmm. I don't really get the context. So I don't know what I thought. It's like, yeah, I've been banging my head against the wall for so long. It seems I knocked it down. I thought maybe I thought like he knocked himself down by banging his head against the wall. I definitely never. Got... He does saying about he does mention later getting knocked out cold. Right. And I was like, when he got knocked out cold, did he uh, wake up face down in a carp in the carpet with coffee grounds ground in his face now? <laughs> it's all this all part of the Reliant K universe. <laughs> um and the heating bill went through the roof. Now I never got that before reading it right now. But oh yeah, he doesn't have a wall, so his heat is really blasting mm-hmm. to try to heat that larger room mm-hmm. or it, I guess the now that's or the a outside going yeah. in. Yeah, is the wall leading outside of his apartment, or is it a structural wall? Is it a wall that leads to another room? Maybe it's the outside wall because then he's living out on the street. So maybe it's like he's still oh. in his house, but it's out on the street. So he got evicted, uh, and the wall I knocked down was the proof that the landlord needed to kick me out. See, this is not. This is. This is just like a It's funny, a metaphor. It's a funny bunch of little metaphors or just random sort of thoughts. Because uh, Kirk... Like, he, you know, he reached that point where, like, he needed the change. He right. needed something to give. And I forgot why we got on this theme of trying to... Why I got on this theme. I mean, to prove to you it's a metaphor. It was the car crash. You brought mm. up the car crash and you're like, is this related to Staples? No, I don't think so. I think just thinking about... A car crash and brushing his teeth and knocking down a wall. I think it's all just a bunch of stuff he kind of set in the song to get this general emotion across. Car crashes occur, then I'll be what you were. When I see what I should, when I see that it's good. That it's good. That it's good. Sometimes I think... And this isn't just... This isn't just for for Reliant K and for Matt Thiessen's lyrics. But sometimes I think that it's... That it's... April, you're caught on a cord. Ah. (laughs) Yeah, April almost knocked it down (laughs) your computer because she got caught on the cable. Um, Oh, you know, what I was saying was, sometimes I think it's a hopeless pursuit 
when people just like have to interpret every line and get a total right. bead on a complete song line for line. I'm like literally because <laughs> I try to use the word literally less because actually factually <laughs> when I look at this song, I feel like it's like he Matt Thiessen had a bunch of like clever ideas like you taste defeat and then you brush your teeth like these like cool little I really lines. love that line. Like but I is... really love that. The to experience the bittersweet, to taste defeat, then brush my teeth. Right. Like that's so beautiful and kind of profound because it's like that's something that I do think about when something sort of bad occurs or like I'm not where I want to be, like or like something in my life fails. I sort of think about that. Like you just, you know, experience the bittersweet and taste defeat and then you just gotta brush your teeth and move on you gotta you get knocked down but you get it up again right nothing's more bitter than when you've tasted like orange juice and you brush your teeth and that's a case where you don't want to brush your teeth and the bittersweetness comes from the brushing of the teeth but my point was i feel like it's possible in a song like this that the songwriter and i'm speaking in a broader sense of a song of this type that the songwriter could have these like like keystone ideas to go into the song mm-hmm. like br- taste defeat and brush your teeth and knock down the wall and got kicked out and all these things and place those lines as they're writing the song it's like well now i got another couple choruses to fill in i just gotta kind of get to those it's almost like sometimes story right like novelists and screenwriters will admit like i just had these couple of key ideas key mm-hmm. scenes and the stuff in between is literally just getting to those yeah. scenes sometimes i think when i look at a song like this and I see rather confusing words like car crashes occur, then I'll be what you were when I see what I should, when I see that it's good. Like there totally could be a meaning there, but there's, I read I think a line. There's definitely a meaning. But there. when I read a line like that, I'm just like, is this just kind of filling in the blanks? No, it's poetic. Because it's like you have that crash, you have that, you get that wake up call. Mm. And then. You'll be like where you were, where you want to be, where somebody else is, where, you know, maybe right. that thing that you're striving for, you can see that. And then you see what you should and you see that it's good. Right. You know, you kind of see where you need to go. Mm-hmm. You know, know what that forward motion needs to be. Like, that's kind of how I read that. Yeah. April agrees. <laughs> well, um, that's very nice. I don't. I don't contest that. It's true. It's very nice. Um, and the chorus is because I struggle with forward motion. I struggle with forward motion. We all struggle with forward motion because forward motion is harder than it sounds. Well, every time I gain some ground, I got to turn. I'm reading this kind of absorbing this mm-hmm. as I'm reading it. Well, every time I gain some ground, got to turn myself around again. It's harder than it sounds. Well, every time I gain some ground, I got to turn myself around again. Yeah. So <laughs> this, like I said before, this kind of reminds me of, uh, I have to look at the back of the CD to remember, uh, Getting Into You. Mm. And these sort of songs about like, so because there's no clear reference to God or right. Christ or faith in this song, but it can absolutely be interpreted that way. But it can also be sort of interpreted as like life in general. Mm-hmm. Like, not the MXPX thing. Ooh, what if MXPX 
called that album Life in General because they were like, hey, everyone, these songs aren't about God. They're about life in general. Maybe. You tell me. <laughs> There's Because that's the album that sort of started to have less and less... Christian oh. references. There are definitely Christian references on there, but there's no quoted Bible verses like there were. It's on a the real first collapsible lung. <laughs> Not quite, but <laughs> but anyway. So yeah, so this song can sort of be taken as it's like a it's like forward motion with your faith. Like you want to keep more yeah. forward with your faith and believing in God and growing as a Christian or whatever. Or it can totally just be like. You just you just gotta get out there and find a job, or you gotta yeah. get up and straighten out your life and figure out what you're doing with your life. Yeah, I think it's left kind of left open to interpretation, and I like that. Right. I know I personally kind of take it as as a mixture of both, right. like being at a place in your life where it's like you you've just like experienced a lot of letdowns and you're kind of are hitting rock bottom or you're close to rock bottom and you realize that you need to put your faith in the Lord and that you need to, you know, you've, you've gotten sort of that, that wake up call and you've got to move on. It's true. There's, it, this is one of those classic <laughs> Reliant K songs. It's about got to move on, moving on. I messed up. Got to move on. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm looking at the song meanings as you were saying that, and a lot of most, at least most people in song meetings, can you believe it, do think that this is a religious Christian song. No. <laughs> um, music lover, except they didn't spell music or lover correctly, like on purpose, mm-hmm. stylized, in 2004, said this song is defiantly one of Reliant K's best. I think they meant definitely. <laughs> I think it's about every Christian's life. It's all about ups and downs and things that get in our way. Of glorif- of living to glorify God. It's awesome. Right uh, on. X your star X. They're hardcore. They're straight edge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Remember when everybody had the X's before and after their MySpace name? That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. I totally forgot about how straight edge MySpace was. MySpace was straight edge paradise. <laughs> In fact, I That's feel... That's my favorite Coolio song. <laughs> I feel bad that MySpace went away because we're all the straight edge people now. Tumblr, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Bars. Um, If you're you're edge out there, I'm sorry. That was very rude of me. Anyway, X Your Star X says, So true. I like how Reliant K can just make sense like that. Experience the bittersweet to taste defeat, then brush my teeth. So very true. Yeah, that's what I said. Right I on. I'm are right you, there with you, are extra. You X. Are you extra star X? I sure am. That's about... I named myself after my favorite straight edge movie, Star 80. <laughs> that's a straight edge movie. <laughs> that shows what'll happen to you if you do too many drugs and have promiscuous sex. Hey, see, I April, she agrees. See, I wanted to be straight edge, but you had to cut out the promiscuous sex. What? <laughs> I thought straight edge people didn't have sex or drugs or alcohol. I thought they abstained yeah, from those three things. I no? was totally cool with not having alcohol and drugs, but having to cut out the promiscuous sex. Oh, yeah. That's what kept me from being straight edge. You're so incel, Danny. I mean, not anymore, but previously. That's not true. Not really. Anyway. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to say about the song or anything? Did you do a deep dive for the song? 
Oh, Danny, you know very well I didn't do a deep dive for this song. (laughs) Do you struggle with deep dive motion? Here's the thing. I have been struggling with forward motion a lot. Actually, no, I have been propelled into forward motion. And unfortunately... Into a different situation. Into, yes. All kinds of stuff going on in your life. So unfortunately, I did not do the deep dive. But Danny, you did the deep dive this week. No, I didn't. I thought you did. You told me you did. (laughs) No, I did my research. Oh, I think it's fitting that we're struggling with forward motion in this episode. I totally thought you were doing the deep dive. Well, now I just feel horrible. No, I'm sorry. I just I told you I had finished my YouTube research. (laughs) You said you were going to do it, though. Oh, no. Those like I actually suggested that we take this week to um, to do a song like Rad or something off of All Work and No Play or do like a really, really random song that would have nothing out there about it. Mm-hmm. Well, there is... But you want to do forward motion. Well, there is a Reddit, a very, very long Reddit post by GoToJL. Oh, I get it. G-O-T-U underscore... J-A-Y-L-E 11 months ago so they knew our podcast was coming up and they're like I better get this out there for them wrote forward motion lyrics analysis this is my lyrical analysis of the song forward motion by Reliant K I do hope you have a fun time reading it if any podcasts are out there and want to read it live on the air you are not allowed to oh I'm just kidding I made that part up The song starts out with, whoa, I've been banging my head against the wall for so long it seems I got knocked down. When us humans do something wrong, sometimes we beat ourselves up about it. That's true. Thinking that it's the solution, that we deserve to inflict pain upon ourselves, quote unquote, evening things out, that it'd be some sort of necessary sacrifice. Um, Then they quote some more lyrics and say, about the heating bill. Such is the price that someone has to pay for your sins or guilt or shame. Jesus has already paid for this big bill. All expenses paid forever. Okay. So if you get a big heating bill, just send it to Jesus. Maybe I shouldn't have... I was like, oh, I'm going to skip a couple paragraphs. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. When they say... For so long, Are you it not seems reading that... the whole thing in its entirety? No, I'm sorry. This is why I do the deep dives and not I Danny. Know. You've read things live on the air before, and they've been amazing, but it's typically when they're awful reviews. Oh, yeah. This is a good review. To be perfectly transparent, a lot of the times I will read a few lines out of these, like, ridiculous reviews that I find and not read the whole thing, and then I will start reading the whole thing, like, basically cold, and I'm like, oh, oh, boy, this is where this is going. Well, let's see what GoToJL has to say about the car crash line. Matt here is talking to, or the line is, when car crashes occur, then I'll be what you were. Matt here is talking to Jesus. When things go wrong with his life and he sins, then he sees that, at that moment, the sin he is experiencing is the same sin that Jesus was willing to become in order to sink down to his mortal human level. This applies to every one of his children. I don't understand a single word you just said, but yes, right on. I get what they said, but I don't understand how that applies to when car crashes occur, then I'll be what you were. Matt here is talking to Jesus. So when a car, so I guess the car crash represents the sin that Christ became 
in order to defeat death and sin. It's very confusing. <laughs> I don't really get the metaphor there. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. I don't really that. get the analysis there. Go to jail could have maybe just explained how the, what the car crash represents and how he's talking. Because I didn't even get the sense that he's talking that Matt is talking to anyone there, other than himself. Yeah. See this song. <laughs> Go to jail if you're listening. <laughs> Call in. Explain. Call 40295-Sadie. Yeah, let us know. Or drop us an email. Uh, SadieHawkinsPod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, so this is an interesting analysis. A lot of it just seems to be all about Jesus. <laughs> I don't mean that in a glib way, but it's, I'm, I'm just kind of scanning through, and like each line is about... You know, you get yeah. it. It's a his I, song, get it. I, I wonder if go to jail was a songmeanings.com user at one point. Anyway, so that's forward motion. I mean, we still have more to go through, but I guess that's about all the, you know, discussion I can kind of think of for it. Do you agree? Did you have any yeah, other thoughts on it? Right on. Any other um, notes? Oh, you know, it's interesting. I want to talk real quick about the difference between the gold version oh, right. and the original version. Right, we touched on that before. Yeah, I really like the gold version. Everything's louder and more well-balanced. The song is, like, warmer and richer. Um, everything is brought up to, when you listen to the original version, everything in the gold version is brought up to the level the, that the lead vocals are at. Because right. when you listen to the original, the lead vocals are a lot louder and stronger yeah, than the rest. Yeah, else. But they kind of mix everything else higher right. in the gold version, which I really liked. And I also really liked that the um, they brought up that sort of ambient tone in the beginning so I could try and figure out what right, it was. Right, the construction noises yeah. or something. Because I always heard those, but I never was really quite sure what they were. Yeah. And they're, maybe they're a, a preface to local construction. Exactly. Maybe this song's along with local construction. Right? Yep. Yeah. Fix the flaws, fix the house. Wait, what? Yeah, That's maybe wrong. the flaws and wait, maybe the flaws and fix, fix the, the house. car. Fix, fix the, the car. Fix the car that got into the car crash. Because in that sense, fix the house of the walls you knocked down. Yes. Fix the flaws in myself. Because in never that done. case, local construction. We'll get to that again. We'll get to that song someday. But I always assumed local construction. Like, how much more local do you get than you yourself needing to, you know, fix yourself and construct and exactly. be a better person and accept your own flaws and all those things. I love local construction. I'm stoked to cover it. I know you don't want to. <laughs> I don't but... care for the. I don't care for the beat. <sighs> I like the song. Okay, it's just the beat. I don't care for. Well, we can start getting into live versions if you want to hear some of those. Yeah, let's do it. So here we have the 2003 Cornerstone full set that's on YouTube. They played it there, and this is what it sounds like. And it sounds amazing, by the way. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a camcorder in the back of Cornerstone, but just like, this is my Reliant K. What year is this? 2003. Nice. Because this was when, like, I was going, seeing Reliant K all the time, and I'll always talk about it. It's like, sure, John, John, and Ethan were fun and all, but the band with Dave and Brian, they're my Reliant K. Awesome. Hey, so this is another time we're going to ask you guys, sing along as loud as you possibly can, because we've only played this song a couple times. This one's called Forward Motion. Whoa, banging my head against the wall, 
I mean, we could just play, keep playing the whole thing. <laughs> the same person who took this video is the director of the Pressing On video because they are obsessed with Brian. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, can you blame them? Because Dermike the Buffalo is between the camera <laughs> yeah, person and Matt Thiessen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, an, it's an odd setup. They've got Matt Thiessen over on stage right. Right. Uh, or Brian, stage left. Stage left. Brian Pittman's in the middle. I'm camera right. That's right. What, yeah. I, know, I know what you mean. Um, so uh, Brian Pittman in the middle and then Hoops on the left, which Hoops is like always on the left, I think. Right. Oh, interesting. I'm just looking at the comments and four years ago it says, ah, MXPX are next. You can see Yuri from MXPX uh, drum set behind Dave. The oh, drummer. nice. You can see the MXP lo- MXPX logo on the on the bass drum. I want to see the MXPX set. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write this comment, Danny? Yeah. They have the MXPX set from Cornerstone from Seastone 2003 on here. Just search for it. That's 2003 Cornerstone. And then this song uh, in 2009, we can now. I said that my Reliant K is Brian and Dave. Yes, but we can hear it with. I guess this would be yeah. This would be with Ethan. With John, John, and Ethan in the band. Because in 2009, this was regularly in the set. So around the time that they're doing... um, What year did Forget Not Slow Down come out? (laughs) We are real NK fans. 2009. 2009. So around the time that Forget Not Slow Down came out, Forward Motion was in the regular set. And then I looked in Set List FM, and this looks like this tour was the last time that they played the song. Oh, okay. But it was it was in because the, there's a number of 2009. I'm surprised it played they've played it they played it that this long. Late, yeah. yeah. But uh this was a song I guess they liked enough in 2009 to kind of represent the earlier stuff cuz I don't know if it's this video but it's one of these things where it's like we're going to play some old stuff. <laughs> right, right. And then everyone's like, "Yeah, that's all you should do." Yeah. <laughs> which is crazy to say. Play mood ring. I know. Which is crazy to say in two th- when you look back now at 2009 right. cuz it's forget not slow down. So it's like I'd love to hear all of forget not slow down. But if I was there in 2009, yeah, even I would be like, "Just play the first three er- th- yeah. first three albums." I do that now. <laughs> or as earlier. Sorry, in 2016. Right. We're doing pretty well, too. We're happy to be here. We've never played TLA before, the Theater of the Living Arts. This place is pretty awesome. You guys been here before? Yeah. So, this place is cool. Um, we're going to play some older stuff for a new Yeah, that's all you should do. See? Yeah, <laughs> in love with the 80s. Woo! <laughs> and I forgot to mention before starting this that seeing it in 2003 when the song was like in its prime Mm -hmm. that it was the newest album it was just all guitars on stage all guitars and drums but then by 2009 you have them lugging around the piano consistently right so this version has uh drum and guitar tison going back and you know going back and forth piano and guitar guitar tison so let's check this out
I remember that banner. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The sort of. Uh, I think we saw him a couple times in this in this on this tour in this era. Right. The banner with the red font and the very like birds in the B side style. Yeah. Font. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I like how they kind of like broke it down. I don't know if that would count as a breakdown, but they kind of paused it after the intro. Right after the guitar solo, not guitar, whatever, music words. You get it, where they kind of took that little break for a second, and then they went, one, two, three. Anyway, did you want to hear some more of this? We didn't even get to hear the, like the chorus sure. and stuff. Okay. So I kind of forgot, and I there might have been a better video in terms of sound for he me to play. He looks very angelic on what you just paused on it. He's got like a halo going because of the lighting. Print screen. <laughs> so I, maybe I could have found a better version of all of these 2009 live videos I found. But um, Jessica's the fidgety one tonight. <laughs> I'm normally the fidgety one, and she's fidgeting so much it's distracting Sorry. me. And I'm like, what's going on? Um, anyway... Good singing Thiessen, right? After Thiessen has worked on his vocals for Forget and Not Slow Down Paul and everything. Paul Thiessen is good singing Thiessen. What are you I talking about? I know, but you were the one who said in interviews, see, now I'm fidgeting. <laughs> <laughs> this, this makes for great podcast fodder for people who cannot see when what we're doing. When a married couple argues on microphone about who does more fidgeting. Um... So, no, you've the one who's found interviews and stuff where Matt Thiessen talks about yes. how by the time of yeah. Forget Not Slow Down, he, like, wanted to work on his vocals and become, yeah. like, a proper singer as opposed to just, like, singing in a rock, you know, it's just kind of enough to just get by in a rock, right. pop, punk, pop, punk band. So when you kind of listen to some of these 2009 <laughs> live videos... You can hear the more like professional singing that he has, as opposed to that 2003 where he's like, "Wow, I'm just banging my head against the wall." <laughs> oi, oi! <laughs> oh um, man, bring back British singing, Tyson. <laughs> From the All Oh no, yeah, no play album. <laughs> That's what. Please, Tyson. We know you don't listen, so if you ever don't listen more. Don't listen now to us and say, just bring back the British voice from the demo. There were so many negatives in there. (laughs) Which is like forward motion. It's like, he's like, uh, my spirit was lifted. Oh, wait, that wasn't me. Sure. (laughs) Anyway, we're starting to get some weird energy going. We started off real good. And now now (laughs) I say we embrace the sleepy energy. Oh, boy. You don't like to embrace the sleepy, crazy energy. I say we embrace it. Relying K is kind of wacky. We can be kind of wacky. <laughs> um, so, would you believe it? And I actually think this one's good. There is a Nightcore version of the song. Oh, boy. Open. Well, my Google Doc does not want to open the video. So oh, no. <laughs> Here, I'll do the nightcore version for you, Danny. Yeah. I struggle with forward motion. I struggle with forward motion. We all struggle with forward motion. There you go. You heard it. 
What the heck? <laughs> it doesn't want to open. My computer's breaking because it's like, no more Nightcore, Danny, please. All right, you just had to believe me that I think the Nightcore was actually really good in this. Here, I've got it. Yeah, this is great. This is super it's good. Bouncy. I love it. The speed, see? The speed and the... Just, I guess there's something about it's Nightcore. It's so much more punk. Yeah. There's something about Nightcore because Devastation... Jessica likes it this time. I love it. <laughs> you like this version. <laughs> I uh, I love that the picture is from right. like Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like they Stitch broke looking at some ducks. They brought they they destroyed the proper Nightcore <laughs> thing where you're supposed to have a picture of an anime girl. That was fun though. I just imagine them with like their guitars slung as low as possible, bending <laughs> over and just like jamming. Because so you know. The biggest Nightcore track on YouTube of Reliant K is Devastation and Reform. I did not That's, know it's that. It's got millions of listens. Wow. For some reason, the Nightcore of Devastation and Reform is just a giant hit on YouTube. Huh. So, <laughs> I had to restart my computer because that thing wouldn't... That sound tells us our time is up <laughs> no, for this week. No, no, we still got the way to go. I'm restarting my computer, but anyway. So, every... Reliant K Nightcore, to me, is measured against Devastation and Reform. Like, I guess you have to have a proper sort of note or tone. So when there is that that shift, that pitch shift, it's got to sound good. If the song pitch shift is bad, because any song faster is better. That's just a given. Any song you speed it up, it's instantly better. But if you <laughs> but if you pitch any song up, it's not necessarily better. I wonder if there's Nightcore Susan Boyle out there. I want to hear that. <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> if it doesn't exist, you're going to go make it, aren't you? I should. We might get flagged for this, though, because Susan Boyle <laughs> seems like a big uh, record industry Is she still person. making music? She's still know. out there doing her I'm thing. I'm sure she is. She seems lovely. I'm sure moms are like, this is my one night out a year. I'm going to see Susan Boyle. <laughs> yeah, there's at least two that I see. Oh, wait. Here we Hold on. We're still going to get content ID'd for this, so. <laughs> this isn't Susan Boyle, though. It's still so slow. Where is the punk version of I Dreamed a That's Dream? Not- That's got to exist. Me first in the Gimme Gimme's had to have done that, right? Probably. So I don't see proper Susan Boyle Nightcore, but I will say that there's something very WTF when you Google Nightcore Susan Boyle or YouTube it. There's, an up- there's a video uploaded by Jethro Paris. And it's not Susan Boyle music. It's like J-pop or K-pop or something that's been sped up. And then it's a picture of like an anime girl in like leather gear and underwear <laughs> with her butt facing the camera. I'm like, this is, I don't think this is not in the spirit of Susan Boyle. <laughs> anyway. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get like 
like your grandma like who was using the internet for the first time is like oh i love that susan boyle music let's go find her on the youtubes that my grandchildren set up for me and then they're like oh goodness what is this it's what grandmothers sound like oh goodness yeah they sound like mrs featherbottom from (laughs) rest of development so we'll get on to covers and there we go. I restarted my computer, and now my links are opening from the Google Doc. Uh, let's vi- revisit our old friends, Paper Rockets. My ad blocker is not working properly. <laughs> okay, here we go. Now I'm real nervous because three members of Paper Rockets got into a car together, mm-hmm. and they drive around doing this like carpool karaoke thing. I think it is like dubbed i don't think they're singing live in the car okay but you know they're doing a pseudo car cool carpool karaoke style video with the camera on the dashboard facing into the car the one guy's in the back seat playing acoustic the two guys are in the front oh the guy in the passenger seat is going to have one of those hand shakers mm. and then the guy in the driver's seat is going to be singing lead uh makes me nervous thinking they're going to get in a car crash yeah. by the end of the video spoiler warning they don't <laughs> but i guess you know a lot of these videos we're going to get into with the fan videos. There's like a lot of literati- yes. literizing yeah. the lyrics. I can it's imagine. Like always forward motion. So I guess Paper Rockets were like, we're in a car, we're moving forward. But if they struggled with forward motion, they should be driving backwards into traffic. <laughs> Let's hear their song, their version. Yeah, they have other instruments. They're obviously yeah, yeah, this yeah, because yeah. there's there's way more inter- instruments than we're seeing. They're doing jump cuts. That's cute. Yeah. That's fun. They're doing a thing. They're cutting all throughout the day of driving around. Yeah. So they had to perform it live a couple of... I mean, they had to record the video a couple of times. So you can... Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's a really nice version. I like the acoustic instrumentation. Mm-hmm. I really like the the whole tone of the song. Um, there was one thing. Let's see. Did we pass already? Yeah. Oh, it's right about here. Listen to the drums. You got to listen really close because basically I described this as acoustic blast beats, but only for a split second. Only for a second you hear. But it's like, <laughs> okay. listen real close. Ready? I'm sorry, I was distracted by the guy putting on chapstick in the passenger seat. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's he doing? Why does he need to look in the... Why does he need to look in the... I guess it's a joke. But why do you need to look in the mirror to put chapstick on? Sometimes you get a, you know, a little bit above your upper lip, and then it's all shiny, and people are like, what's the deal with you? Is that from something? Or you just okay? <laughs> you you're looking at me expectantly, like you get my reference, don't you? And I'm like, no, no. 
Just like looking at you. So um, now we return for the first time since Come Right Out and Say It to Silas Storm. Oh. Yes. Do you remember this guy? No. He had the cover of Come Right Out and Say It where he put a little like a little island flavor into it accidentally. Like he was like, I got to rest my eyes because I'm growing weary of. (laughs) Do you remember that? So he Kermit the Frogged it? He kind of Kermit the Frogged it. I'm not making fun of Silas's voice because he, he does have a very unique and fun voice. He's a very good singer, but he's got a he's got a singing voice all onto his own. Let's check it out. This is what he sounds like. To kick me out. I got evicted now I'm living on the street. Oh, the spirits lifted away that it wasn't me. Too many turns have turned out to be wrong. This time I learned that I knew it all along. Cock crashes occur, then I'll be what you were. Nice, got a little like Jack Johnson flair to it. Yeah, little bacon pancakes, banana pancakes. <laughs> bacon pancakes. What is it? Bacon pancakes <laughs> is the adventure song. Yeah, I know. Adventure time theme song. <laughs> Banana pancakes. Banana pancakes. But uh, I just have never forgotten Silas's uh, come right out and say it. Where's Bobby Moon at? We have not heard from Bobby in a minute. I'm afraid Bobby Moon's songs are all like the big songs. That's all he has left. Bummer. But just to remind you, this was Silas's come right out and say it. Let's take a little little trip back in time. I love this version so much. I love his voice and something he 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 warps the time of the songs that he seems to do. You know what I mean? Like he gets the chords, but then it's like he's just kind. It's almost like his songs. He's just kind of vaguely remembering the actual like tempo. Yeah, I think he does a great job. Um, but here's someone that does an amazing job, and I. Tried not to say that because every time I praise a cover before we play it, you don't necessarily get as blown away as I do. So I totally messed up by you saying You and I that. look for completely different things in covers, I think. Well, this is Notes of All Types. Is this a uh, is this a female on a guitar? I do have one of with those. With like an awesome voice? This is a female on a piano, an electric piano, who I'll I take think it. does have an awesome voice. Her name is Notes of All Types, and this is just from 2016. This is probably the most recent cover other than Paper Rockets. All these people have awesome voices. I meant like that that specific <laughs> thing that I look for. Yes, I in know. A well, voice. you let me know. Here's Notes of All Types. Oh, wait, that wasn't me. Too many turns have turned out to be wrong. This time I 
was nice. Of course, you didn't like it that much. I, it was nice. It, like, was nice. it was pretty. It sounds like the theme song to Orange is the New Black. It does not. <laughs> sure, it does. No. She she made it into a Regina Spectre type thing. Oh, not, that's why you like it. I'm not. She doesn't. I'm not saying she's she's like Regina Spectre, but I'm just saying it's it's the pace and the rhythm and the and the way she sort of changed up the the uh, arrangement a little bit. It's nice. You never like the things I like. Okay, let's see. <laughs> well, then here's a female. Here's I'm so I'm very sorry. Notes of all kind types. I liked your cover. Uh, it was very pretty. She had a very unique tone to her voice, like Silas Storm. I think Notes of All Type and Silas Storm should get out there and do the Sadie Hawkins pod tour. <laughs> we should get a bunch of these artists. I thought you we... were going to try and matchmake them. <laughs> I don't. I cannot tell how old Notes of All Types is. She's either twelve or twenty-eight. <laughs> it's true. Um, this one's from two thousand ten. Here's another here's another female cover this time with guitar and let's see what do you think of this. I won't say anything until you hear it first. Hi, I'm Maeve and this is my acoustic cover of Forward Motion by Lion K. Whoa, oh, I've been banging my head against the wall. So far so good. What do you think, Jess? I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I would think you would really like that because she made it her own. She did make it her own. I think... She looks like a little kid. She's very talented. No, I she think... She looks young. She does look young. The, although this is nine years ago. So this is Maeve Buchanan. And I think Maeve... It's a Buch- badass name. I think what Maeve Buchanan likes Silas Storm. I think what makes their music unique is they... And if, if either of them ever hear this, and I'm totally wrong, I'm I'm sorry. But this is my interpretation of their styles of guitar playing. That they don't really know the pace of upstrokes and downstrokes. You know what I mean? Like, there's a there's a, there's a knack you gotta it was learn. Was converted to ukulele, so I imagine that's just you know, that's gotta be difficult trying right. to. Well, the thing is, ukulele, from when I've when I've learned it a little bit, like upstrokes and downstrokes are kind of written into the chords. Like it tells you what's an upstroke and what's a downstroke. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to guitar. When you get chords online, mm-hmm. it doesn't say what's an upstroke and what's a downstroke. You just kind of got to figure that out yourself. Right. And I guess, you know, when you write it or whatever, you're like, it just makes sense for these to be all downstrokes here. And then we switch them to up and down and up and down or whatever. So if you're kind of learning a song from chords online and you don't have the intuition to know what's upstrokes, what's downstrokes on guitar, then you're kind of just figuring out, especially here, because she's just kind of striking down on the guitar for the first part. And then when she starts going up and down, it's kind of off a little bit, but in a good way, because it's kind of given this song its own unique flavor. I'm being very positive right now. You're just staring at me. I love it. It's great. (laughs) Um, Well, there is another, there's one more cover and then we'll do fan stuff. This is Ellipsis, Grace Youth, Praise band at the first GUMC coffee house. 
So this has the most talent show youth group energy of almost anything. I mean, and I mean the video itself because you've got three female singers all in their teens and tween preteen age, right? You've got the band is, you know, swooped hair boys. <laughs> 2007 swooped hair boys. The stage is covered with the wall behind the stage is covered with some sort of sheet tightly wound to the wall yes. with like paper stars stuck to yeah. it. Yeah. It makes me it's think, interesting. It makes me think like when you've got those kind of like youth group areas that want that the that the pastor wants to convert into like a performance art space. <laughs> like some of them were very <laughs> successful and they actually would Whoa. Hold, hold for airplane. Yikes. Some you so you know what I'm talking about. Like sometimes these yeah. youth these youth group spaces would actually have real concerts there, like local bands. Sometimes, like I saw Reliant K and Five Iron Frenzy on the Electric Youth Tour at a youth group room. Like they and we've seen Reliant K playing right, in a right. youth group room in Detroit. So there's this common thing where like they want to turn their quote unquote coffee house right. where they serve pretzels and soda, <laughs> and they want to turn into a real art space. Uh, that's essentially what we're looking at here, especially because the exit door is also behind them. And everyone's sitting down. Some people are sitting sideways. Got you know, which Reliant K had to suffer with. And maybe Detroit. their band names the exits. <laughs> there was one point there where we really had them going. They kept no. shouting "exit, exit." <laughs> Do you know what I'm referencing? No, I don't. It's it Boy so Meets World. Oh. <laughs> the joke was people were yelling "exit, exit." And they yeah, because they were looking for the exit. And... Oh, that's so bad. That sounds like a dad joke. That sounds like a joke joke. That sounds like a bad bar joke. It's like... That got that got turned into a joke inside a Boy Meets World episode. Corey and Sean decide they're going to start a band, and then they perform in front of the school or something, but they can't actually play, so I don't remember exactly what happens. I think... I don't know if they... I don't think they play... Maybe they play a boombox. I don't remember what happens. <laughs> anyway, this name in Spanish is not exit. It's ellipsis or something like that. Ellipsic, elliptical... I don't know, it's below... No, right there, ellipsis. Okay, so this is what they sound like. I can't even get to the song. These are like the most 2007 looking people I have ever seen. They've all got bleach hair. They've all got They all look like Mandy Moore in like 2004. (laughs) They've all got hoodies and tank tops. Over, but their tank tops are yes. over other modest other shirts. Tank, yeah, it's like a tank top over a tank top, and then like a like a like a bulky hoodie, and yeah. They've all got no hip jeans. Yep. They all look like you when I met you in two thousand five. <laughs> Those like low Remember, slung jeans. They, yeah. These are the types of girls that would wear a skirt over jeans. You know what Shut I mean, up, Danny. <laughs> That was really cool. <laughs> it was incredibly cool. <laughs> and it was so modest because then you didn't go around in a skirt showing off your legs and distracting the boys from their faith. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why this girl's wearing a tank top with a modest shirt underneath. Right. Because she's like, I want to wear a tank top, but I can't distract the boys. Anyway. No cleavage. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
smiling and having so much fun. This band it's could have, this band definitely could have been signed to like Tooth and Nail and like <laughs> 1997 <laughs> had one EP. Um, so that's about covers. Now we can get into the crazy stuff with. <laughs> Let's just. Do you have any more shipping videos that are going to make me actually like remember that the show exists and go start watching it on Netflix? What did you? Oh, what Supergirl? <laughs> yeah. I started watching that Supergirl show, because like, I showed you last week the curl up and die yeah. lesbian shipping video. I was like, oh right, this is a show. Netflix is always trying to get me to watch this, and I just keep forgetting that it's there. And I was like, I was bored that day and procrastinating, and I was just like, yeah, let's give this a try. It's well, fun. I, it's a fun little show. I did not find any live action shipping or, you know, fan videos, shipping videos or anything. But no did, more Transformers? No Transformers. I found Kingdom Hearts and some <laughs> anime that I don't know what it is. Do you want to watch Kingdom Hearts? It, it's Kingdom Hearts. I, it's good. You, you've I, already yeah. seen it in your mind. Like Let, the, the, the PlayStation 2 version of Kingdom Hearts? Because I had that I one. No or like idea. the newer one. Because so I think there's Kingdom, newer ones. There's yeah. so many Kingdom Hearts games now. Kingdom Hearts 3 only recently came out, but there were like 44 games in between 2 and 3. So here is a really weird... So there's a ton of fan music videos. ton of fan-made music videos. Uh, here's a weird one. So let's try to describe what's going on with this one. First of all... It starts with a minute, a full 60 seconds of the, of the sounds you're hearing in the background right now on a black screen with very pixelated text that says, created with a non-activated version of avs4u.com. A minute of this. I'm like crazy distracted by the the recommended videos. Uh-huh. Reliant K mood rings dot dot dot. Amazing video with just a picture of like a promise ring with some text over it. And then why pop punk sucks you by mentioned, Nate the Mate. You mentioned that in another Did episode. Did I really? This video is constantly getting recommended wow. to the Sadie Hawkins pod. You know what? We should just watch it. No. Get that out of the way. <laughs> I was going to click. I was going to click stop recommending. Look, I could click it. Not interested. <laughs> or we'll watch it. Maybe we'll do a, ooh, we'll do a, uh, a exclusive. We'll do a, uh, uh, what do you call it? What's the Patreon? A Patreon exclusive. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if anybody's really going to want to ba- like pay to listen to us. <laughs> sure they will. My mom will. So here, Does your mom know we have a podcast? Mine no, does. No, not most of my family doesn't. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, so after a minute of that weird background sound. Oh, wow. Sound, this is the most cursed thing I've ever seen. Now, what this is, is this? This is a garage with a couch in it and a bed up against the wall and tons of crap just all but over the floor. Look, it looks like there's scorch marks on the wall and there's something <laughs> weird hanging in front of the camera and a shadow. This is spooky. So let's listen. Let's, let's check this video out. Oh, it's a person bent over. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. The screen, oh, the screen cap I was on, they were in the middle of a headbang. Yeah. They were a very skinny person. So for that cup, for Turned that one frame. Turned to the frame, side, like bent over. Well, I did not know what that was. I thought it was something hanging in the camera. As soon as I hit camera. play, the person was in motion and just goes like, oh, it's a human. <laughs> They're rocking out on a, uh, on a guitar hero guitar along to the song. And like all very good cursed fan music videos, they did not edit out the background noise of what they're doing. (laughs) 
I love that you just hear the clicking from the Guitar Hero controller. Oh, goodness gracious. And when I started this video, I was like, okay, there's... Whoa, this is like... <laughs> this is this is literally a wow. snuff film. It this to, is, yeah. It cuts to total snuff film energy. It is. Oh, my We gotta gosh. describe what's happening. So it starts out, like many creepy Reliant K fan music videos, two boys in a creepy basement <laughs> or garage just rocking out. We've seen this a number of times. One of my favorite one of those is from Softer to Me. They're just goofing around. So I was expecting, okay, they're just going to be goofing around in front of this one camera for the whole song. No, because as soon as we cut to banging my head against the wall, there's actually an edit. And it is like a found footage film. It is. Because there's some sort of couch or object taking up one third of the frame in the foreground. Yeah, it's and like you split deep, the- deep in the background, you sp- they split the frame, right? It's it, diagonally. Diagonally. So it's like a diagonal, and the bottom part of the <laughs> diagonal is just like like other stuff, like a couch and a door and some pillows maybe. And then it's the one boy in the upper corner smashing the other boy's head into, into the, the wall. wall. And it's dark and shadowy and oh wow. And you can tell because they're going slowly that they're joking around, but if you just took these couple of frames and like you can put them on creepypasta.com or whatever it is, you'd be like <laughs> you'd be like, I found this QR code on a bench and I scanned it. And these are it just showed me these these four frames i think the person really died people kids would absolutely believe it was true it's so creepy it looks like he's killing him it does oh it's a two refrigerator now continuing not to edit out the background sounds now they're just running around the house in a pov shot this is such a slasher movie that is whoa oh, no Did you not watch this part? I didn't watch that part. Whoa! So that whole part after the, about the wall knocking down and the landlord has to kick me out, it's just a POV shot of the camera going all around their creepy garage, right? And I'm like, okay, it's just so muddled. You can't tell what's going on. They come back to the refrigerator. I assume the same refrigerator that they were beating their heads against. He opens up the refrigerator and one of the kids is inside. <laughs> But on the I thought this was like a my size Barbie at first. Like I thought it was some sort of a large doll. That's... It is one of the people that was inside the refrigerator with the door closed. But it was planned, obviously. Like they hid inside the fridge as a joke. Oh Did gosh. they not see Punky Brewster? <laughs> Don't you know what happens when you play inside of a refrigerator? You oh get gosh. stuck in there. <laughs> this is horrifying. <laughs> There's a there's a kitty litter box. Oh my god, this is such. <laughs> this oh is such... wow, the one kid just pulled the other kid out of the fridge really hard by the arm. Oh my gosh. This is. <laughs> this is such a um, Lars von Trier movie. <laughs> it's so horrifying <laughs> because it just went from this awful basement of death, which again. To be fair, there's no actual death happening. It's just the tone of the images just make you think you're watching a stuff film. But it's just two, you know, crazy kids having fun with their 9K. Then it cuts from that to a sunny, bright view of the neighborhood. Outside. And there's like some lens flare glo- going on because like the house looks almost like there's like a pink flare on it. Oh my god! But that's why it makes me think of our Lars von Trier movie. It's like... <laughs> juxtapose this horrible yes. den of sin and murder <laughs> with the bright sun outside. 
and now we hold on this for 44 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids just ran by in the, in the slowest frame rate you've ever seen. What was the impetus for them? Okay, they just took some footage of them, like, messing around doing weird stuff all yeah. day. And then what was the, like, I'm going to edit this to my favorite Reliant K song. <laughs> and this footage is sped up here. The one kid, like, hit the tripod and, like, accidentally adjusted the frame. And one of them just screamed, this is such a horror movie. <laughs> it, oh, my God, we're still staring at the same houses, but we hear them yelling at each other off camera. <laughs> what? What year is this? I didn't even say whose video this was. 2009, January 2009, Logan Caputo. Please, I want to see what else he's posted. This is a six-minute video, by the way, and it's like a three-minute song. Oh, my gosh. It's at least three and a half minutes of just this this image. (laughs) Oops. Oh, now they're skateboarding. Oh, my gosh, it suddenly turned into a skateboarding video. Well, I accidentally skipped ahead a minute by clicking the wrong button. Now it's Gummo. <laughs> now it's, uh, what's his name? I can't remember that guy's name right now. Mr. Mr. Lonely, that move that yeah, I the thought worst about that. date we ever went on in yeah, our I lives. Yeah, I thought about that earlier. Uh, Harmony, uh, Harmony Corinne. Corinne. Yeah. <laughs> I took Jessica on a date to see Mr. Lonely. It's the worst thing ever. How did I not just dump you after that? Oh. It was so awful. Well, we both thought like, oh, it's a quirky movie where two celebrity impersonators fall in love. No. Spoiler warning, it's not no, a quirky movie. No, it is not movie. like that at all. Oh and I'd gosh. seen Gummo, so I don't know what I was expecting. I just didn't know enough about Harmony Corinne. I was like, oh, that was his kind of crazy movie about kids in a neighborhood that kill a cat. That kill a cat. This is going to be his fun, lighthearted movie. So nope. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. And then we're back to this. I would for sure not watch that one. Yeah. <laughs> Created with non-activated version of avs4u.com. avs4u is going to have to be liable for all the horrible things that happened in this video. <laughs> oh. So here's the girl so here's essentially like if those same two kids were two girls this is sort of the same thing now i hadn't watched that video so that blew my mind this is a little bit more wholesome because it's two girls kind of goofing around in the same manner but it's not as they have legit guitars they have legit guitars uh it's not as it's not creepy because you know there's they're not in a horrible yeah (laughs) they're not in the house of pain or whatever but it's got a very similar sort of energy. They're running around their neighborhood. They're running around. The in aspect ratio motion. keeps going crazy. Yeah. Like it's vertical, then it's horizontal, then it's vertical. They're banging their heads against the wall. Everyone bangs their heads against the wall. Wow, she, look at that wood paneled room. <laughs> it looks like they live in Napoleon Dynamite's house. <laughs> she they're all wear they're both wearing leggings. She's wearing bright green leggings, so Kind of looks like a Napoleon Dynamite character. This must be after Christmas or something because they're wearing greens and reds. Again, I didn't actually say who this is. Oh, it's so perfect. It's called forwardmotion.wmv. <laughs> and this is uploaded nice. by Chris and Lane Vids. Yet another music video by the world-renowned music video creators. And uh, I, you asked me to go check out what those creepy boys, what else they had made. Yes. We'll go back and check in a second. But first, I just want to play this one moment. Because, again, they leave some background noise in like the last boys did. But watch this part. Don't miss it. Oh, 
Dog comes along and like kicks the girl. But she screams. You didn't hear that. And falls down. Listen to what happens because it cuts to them in the living room dancing around like a couple of dorks. And this big dog, this big lovely dog comes up and says, hey, I want to dance too. But listen to what they left in the video. Ready? horrifying Reliant K song. This should be on the creepy eerie beer. I don't usually compress our audio, but I really need to because <laughs> man, are we peaking. So real let's go double check what uh, Logan Caputo had else, what else he uploaded. Oh my gosh. Oh, these are all his liked videos. I thought he up. Oh, he's got a ton of stuff. Wow. A ton of stuff. Any more Reliant K? Are we coming back ever? Uh, I don't think so. He has a video that I thought said fun with Satan, but it says fun with Stan. (laughs) I was like, I expected to say fun with Satan. Based on that video that we just watched, I can completely imagine that that he could have a video called fun with Satan. There's more videos. There's a Seven Nation Army song that they do in that same garage. Yeah, there's more videos. We should watch. We should do. We should. We should. Do a whole new podcast where we just review Logan Caputo YouTube videos. Um, all right. So do you want to cleanse our palate a little bit with this? Oh, it's a puppy. It's just a puppy. It's just a fluffy puppy playing. Chester's, Chester's dance <laughs> to Reliant K. <laughs> doesn't really dance. He's playing tug of war. It's beautiful. What a nice dog. Luckily, April's sleeping, so she doesn't hear what I'm saying about another dog. Aww. Just kind of running around being cute. Yeah. So this is uploaded, but this is, like like we said, this is Chester's Dance to Reliant K, uploaded by Carrie McFadden. Chestmutt to Reliant K's forward motion. Okay. Um... There are t- three different stick figure videos. I think we did one of the stick figure videos for like pressing on or something. Mm-hmm. Same person did one of those. I feel like we've done a couple of them. Yeah. So you kind of get it. Stick figures. Yeah. So some of them are, one of them's properly animated. Two of them are not. They're just stick figure pictures cut to the song. You know what was wonderful? That boomerang video with the little cartoon people where they had the little yeah, thing at first. That's one of my favorite things you've ever found. It's so good. <laughs> what is that? Let me guess. Them? I'm a different person. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> the week was like, are they Australian or are they Southern? It was so amazing. Anyway, here's another music video where they ha- oh, start with our font and a picture of Reliant K. And uh, to be fair, uh, that was the that was John, John, and Dave in mm-hmm. the band in that picture, and this song was Dave and Brian. So these these kids already lose points as far as I'm concerned. So Ouch! It's, <laughs> so it's them dancing around in the backyard again. They so. left the background noise in. You can hear the background noise of them dancing around. 
that's <laughs> cute. Look at that. They made a little Lego video. So they put um, a Lego on a string and the Lego is banging his head against a Lego wall. Right. It, a Lego man, sorry. Yes. A Lego man is banging his head against the wall and then the wall knocks down. <laughs> when they see the heating bill went through the roof this girl is holding a giant piece of paper that just says heating bill and she's got a look on her face like what so there's a lot more music videos i think you get it <laughs> they're all very similar here maybe we'll watch this one more um this one's uploaded by newt 40 in 2011 i think that's the dad although he looks very young yeah. because these are definitely three kids but that could almost be their brother yes because he looks like he's in his late 20s but i think it's the dad I, and they're banging their head against the wall I, this is probably one I of the most know. literal yeah because he's got like one of those and look more legos oh i couldn't tell that was a lego <laughs> just i don't know if we're gonna have get time have time for it but there are so many Lego Legos in the forward motion fan videos. <laughs> so many people had the idea to represent the wall knocking down with wow. Legos. See, now they're Legos. Oh, yeah, you can tell that for see, sure. Yeah. They might actually be Duplos. <laughs> the one sister threw like a paper bag at the other sister. I mean, a plastic bag. Oh, and then she's got the little hobo thing going with the bag on the back of the stick. Yeah. Again, lots of messed up aspect ratios with, like, vertical video than horizontal video. Bunch of toy cars crashing into each other. Ooh, a fire truck for good measure. <laughs> and now just eyeballs. Yeah. Just people staring in the camera. That's fun. It's a fun father-daughters project. Yeah. Or brothers-daughters. Sorry. <laughs> brothers-sisters <laughs> project. Hello, whoever this young man is to these children. Uh, but, yeah, maybe that's it. I don't know. Do I have anything really crazy to end on? So I so when we went so I'll start, I'll end with this. I thought when we started this, the theme of the fan made music videos for Forward Motion was Legos because I just found a bunch of Legos videos. But now I kind of think the theme of the fan made music videos is actually is literal the literal well yeah and the literal then the literalness that's the other theme. That tons of videos about that. But I've realized that the real theme is teenagers teenagers you're afraid of doing stuff because there's that first video and the girls in the second video weren't much better now we can end with this one from 2007 uploaded by the social hazards this is this video i don't know what is happening jeez like one kid just smacked the other kid with a wiffle ball bat and what i hope is is just fake yeah Oh, maybe not. It just keeps cutting to them beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, this is like, what year is this? 2007? No, I guess this was a little... Uh, remember there were those backyard brawl things that were popular for right. like a short period of time? But yeah, I wrote down my note with this was this has a very jackass energy. Yeah. Because you know, after jackass, yeah. anyone with a camera and like <laughs> too much teen energy <laughs> thought they yeah. could be the next Johnny Knoxville. Because they're just slamming into all their their uh, trash cans and slamming into cars. Keep hitting each other with this wiffle ball bat. And they keep adding this sound effect every time someone gets hit or hit with the wiffle ball bat. Yeah. Like, if I saw these kids in real life, I'd be afraid of them. <laughs> <laughs> 
all I've learned is that if I see a teenager running around on their skateboard, listening to Forward Motion by Reliant K, you think it's going to be wholesome? No. Run the other way. Turn around. You're like our friend John, who will just be like out and about at night, and he'll be like, guys, I don't trust those teens over there. And we're like, they're just kids hanging out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know about them. <laughs> I don't trust those teens standing over there. It's like, <laughs> I think those are the IHOP employees <laughs> that we're just driving past. Um, yeah, so anyway, that is forward motion. The theme is scary teenagers <laughs> with too much time on their hands and no parents at home. Forward motion. That's what we all struggle with. Well, we hope that you don't struggle with forward motion. And we hope that you don't struggle with wondering if you want to contact us. Because where can they contact us? We mentioned it before, Jess. It's a slick segue there, Dan. Uh, you can uh, I said us. embrace the sleepy energy. <laughs> embrace it. When you embrace the sleepy energy, you just sit there and stare at me like, what is this moron talking about? You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Sadie Hawkins Pod. You can email us at sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com. And you can leave us a voicemail at 402-95-SADIE. That's right. Are you a scary teen? Let us know. Or don't even contact me. Just leave me alone. We just wasted 98 minutes of your life.